This podcast is part of the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. Episode 252, Thor Ragnarok Road Trip! Welcome to the Strangers and Aliens podcast. Strangers. <laughs> to boldly say what needs to be said. Would you be a stranger or an alien? Or would you be a strange alien? The truth is out there. I am your father's best friend, Plumber. Versus Captain Kirk. Do you think that there's room in sci-fi for God? The very first thing that God did was that He created something. So we have a creative God. This is Strangers and Aliens podcast. Hello and welcome to Strangers and Aliens. I'm Ben. Ben Avery. I'm sitting here with Evan. Evan David. And we are in the van. We are in Silver Surfer. We are ready. Yes. Ready to rock and roll. Ready to Ragnarok and roll. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, okay, whatever. So <laughs> we are on our way to see Thor Ragnarok. I have just put the van into gear. We're ready to start driving and talk about Thor before yes, we get to the movie. Yes, so road trip movies, what do we do? We talk. Talk about the movie on our way to the movie. This originally came out of an idea that I had for a podcast that would be called The Road, the, the Ride Home. That's what I was going to call it because I was driving home from a movie with my friend and I thought, wow, this conversation was really good. This would be a great podcast. Went home, found out that there's already a podcast called The Ride Home that does that exact same thing. But we're taking it up one step further. We drive there and back and talk about it. So we're going to talk about the things that we are expecting and hoping for, and then we are going to talk about um, just any other random things that might come up as we're driving along, and then uh, we'll stop to, at Chick-fil-A and maybe record after Chick-fil-A, and then when the movie is done, we will record again about our impressions of the movie after the movie. So, Evan, Thor Ragnarok. What are you expecting? Well, then, before we get started, what are you wearing? Who are you wearing? Ooh. Yeah. Who am I wearing? I'm glad you asked. I'm actually wearing a Ben Avery TV or T-shirt right now. Um, I'm wearing Armor Quest. Whoa! Yes. Yeah, I've got the there's the knight, there's the dragon, and this is a T-shirt from my graphic novel Armor Quest. Available now. Kind of. <laughs> and uh, I am wearing a Feel the Chill Yeti Lacrosse Fall Ball t-shirt. <laughs> I have no idea what that is, but it sounds awesome. <laughs> it has a giant picture of a Yeti on it, and it is actually Daniel Butcher's uh, lacrosse team from the former co-host of Welcome to Level 7. So basically, we are wearing uh, Welcome to Level 7 Originals. Yep, that's right. Be jealous, but don't because it's a sin. Actually, no, it's not, is it? Because God's a jealous God. Uh, yeah, yeah. We don't know. 
Probably is. <laughs> There's like multiple definitions. What yes. jealous means. You know what I mean. Be jealous in the non-sinful way. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Don't covet our shirts, but say, you know what? That's a cool shirt. And if I had the opportunity to get one, I'd like to get one. Sure. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Thor Ragnarok, what am I expecting? I'm expecting a really great movie because apparently the reviews for this thing are awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mentioned this on the last episode of Welcome to Level 7, but a friend of Daniel's has seen the movie. His review of Thor Ragnarok, um, and don't worry about spoilers, his review was pretty good. All right. Um, I'm expecting a weird amalgam of regular Marvel fare, Guardians of the Galaxy, and maybe some extra stuff thrown in. I don't know. I'm, I'm, what I'm expecting is kind of a cross between Thor The Dark World and Guardians of the Galaxy. But it'll be more Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, where they knew what they were trying to do and working really hard at doing it, instead of Guardians of the Galaxy 1, where they were just doing it. Okay. And it was, it was more pure. Gotcha. And so, it, like, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, it's like, I was watching it with Brendan Miller, uh, who sometimes comes with us on these road trips, and he made the comments during the movie while we were watching, they just cannot have a serious moment. No, no, they tried really hard to make sure there was a joke at every beat. Every point where it would stop to pause for anything, joke. And that's that's the tone of the movie, that's what they were trying to do, but it felt like they were really trying really hard with that. And it seems like this is, you're right, this is going to go in the same direction. Uh, based on all of the the trailers, it's like all jokes. And it's like they're showing all the jokes in the trailers. Uh, I read somewhere that after, you know, the first cut, they they added like... A half an hour, a half an hour of jokes. Yeah. Yeah. There was a cut, I guess, where they got it down to 90 minutes of just plot. And, and there was jokes and stuff in it. But, um, so that was a, that was a big headline. This this Marvel movie is only going to be 90 minutes, lean 90 minutes or something like that. And then there'd be like 10 more minutes of credits or whatever. But it is an hour and 20 minutes or two hours and 20 minutes long. Wow. That's the cut that we are going to see right now. It's like two two hours, 20 minutes. Okay. Well, Chris Hemsworth is hilarious. He's good. He's got some comic timing. I, I don't think I've ever seen a Chris Hemsworth movie that I didn't like him in it. Yeah. I've seen like... Th- Three or four Chris Hemsworth movies. Thor and Ghostbusters. And the Avengers. Yeah, well, I mean, it's the same character. I mean, it's, yeah. Yeah, so I, I, he's likable. He's a likable guy. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Planet Hulk. It's here in the movie, some of it. I like that. Yeah, yeah, I do too. I think this is, I mean, if we're going to get it, this is as much as we're going to get of it because they're not going to do a Hulk movie necessarily but i really like the planet hulk storyline and so to see just you know traces and wisps of planet hulk i'm I'm excited for that yeah we're getting korg that's kind of cool although didn't we already get a korg creature yes uh he got decimated by thor in the dark world uh well strictly speaking he did not get decimated he was destroyed because decimated is only 10 percent Okay, he <laughs> disintegrated. I had, to, I had to do that. Okay, hey, there's a train. Uh, and that is, weren't they the uh, the the core people? Weren't they the original bad guys for the first appearance of Thor? Yeah, yeah, they were like the alien bad guys that Thor fought, and so it was a nice in in Planet Hulk. It was a nice, interesting. Oh, hey, cool! But then when he shows up in. 
uh, I think it was Dark World on one of the worlds where they were doing the battle. That was a nice little callback to the original Thor, and now we get kind of this callback to both. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited. I think it's going to be cool. Um, I love Jeff Goldblum, so I'm yeah. I'm happy he's the Grandmaster. Uh, he's not blue, but that's okay. Not everybody can be blue. No, no. I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> <laughs> just, just apparently Yondu. Smurf, Smurf joke. There, it's good. Fill in your Smurf joke in your own mind. Insert Smurf joke here. Um, I don't know how much more there is to talk about. Before. I mean, because it's a it's a Marvel movie. We like Marvel and. I don't know. All the trailers, there's cool, I mean, there's there's funny jokes and stuff, but the cool imagery from the trailers excites me too. Like, if if they keep it, um, and they don't do like a Rogue One where they take out these cool things from the trailers because, you know, they didn't fit the, the rewrites and the reshoots and stuff like that. But, I mean, the imagery looks really, really cool. So I'm hoping we get a little bit of, maybe some Doctor Strange mixed in there as well. He will be in the movie. That's true. <laughs> I mean, the the tone and the the feel and the vibe of, of Doctor... I mean, if we're going to be doing a mix-up of all the MCU movies, why not? You know, here's some Guardians of the Galaxy. Here's some Doctor Strange. Here's some Thor of the Dark World because we have to reference Thor because he's the title character. And, yeah, give us something good. Yeah. So it's this, uh, Black Panther, and then we're in Infinity War. Yeah, and <laughs> I'm, I'm really curious what Infinity War is going to be like. We were talking about throwing it all into a, a mixer. Uh, Infinity War, literally, I mean, it's not just going to feel like Guardians of the Galaxy. Hey, here's some Guardians of the Galaxy. It's not just going to feel like Avengers. Hey, there's the Avengers and Spider-Man. and Possibly Netflix people. No. No? No. That's not going to happen. I have hope, Ben. Netflix... ABC, not going to happen. They are, they just won't. And if they do, it'll be because they just decided to be nice and not be mean to each other. But the the movie team and the TV team are not, they're not together on a team right now. That's so sad. It is sad. It is sad. But that's why we have Inhumans on TV right now and not on the big screen. And there was a time when I was thinking, that's okay, because we get Inhumans, and we get a miniseries about the Inhumans. And now that we've gotten the Inhumans, or six episodes into the Inhumans, I, I am not going to lie. I didn't say this on the podcast for Welcome to Level 7, where we talk about Marvel stuff, but I think the last episode of Inhumans, episode six, was the single low point of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Really? Yep. Yep. And not even because it was all that bad. It was just because it just didn't do anything. It didn't do anything to make anything good. It just, yeah, I mean, I think that was the low point for me. I haven't watched it yet. Well, things happen, and they're setting up things for other things to happen. But when we recorded that episode, the whole time, it was just like, yeah, and then, yeah, you're right, that happened, and then, okay, yeah, so we're just waiting right now for it to be done. <laughs> That's what? how it went. Well, do you want to do a quick... I mean, I feel like I'm out of stuff to talk about with Thor Ragnarok already. Uh, 
do you want to do a like a, a state of the Mar- MCU? Because we don't really talk about that too much on on Strangers and Aliens. What do you mean by that? The state of the MCU. State of the MCU right now. What are you thinking about it? What do you like? What are you looking forward to? What do you think they're doing right, wrong, what have you? I think they're doing a lot of things right. I think that they're taking chances and doing new things and trying out. <laughs> Sorry, that was that was my driving voice right there because someone stopped slowly in front of us. Um, trying out new and new things. So you got Runaways on Hulu. You've got all the Netflix stuff. You got the ABC stuff. You've got the movies that are, you know, trying to be these big blockbuster movies but also trying not to just repeat themselves over and over again and then realizing that they need to repeat themselves over and over again because that's what people like but um, then you have uh, you have also the Freeform uh, ABC Family has one series now Cloak and Dagger um, the other series with them New Warriors which is the one with Squirrel Girl just today we found out that they have dropped it and so Marvel has grabbed it back up and they're looking for a home for that to, to land and um, yeah I mean as far as the MCU goes there there's some really interesting stuff going on as far as how they're trying to tell stories but at the same time there's a lot of it <laughs> there is a lot and it's hard to it's hard to follow it all right now there's so much going on I'm feeling the same way with uh the CW stuff. I feel like the Marvel stuff's easier to follow than the CW stuff because well, yeah, the, the CW stuff is multiple shows a week. Yeah. Whereas Marvel's doing mini series and movies. Um, and they're only two like long, well, I guess they only have one ro- long running show, which is shield. Right. But they will be, I mean, with runaways, they'll be running side by side. So runaways will be released on Hulu every week, a new episode. At least that's, they, they haven't said anything to the contrary about that. And then that'll be running alongside with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And then you have the Netflix stuff dropping 13 episodes at one time. So, And they're doing, what, three, four a year? Yeah. Netflix stuff. So, I mean, that's that's a lot. But it's not all real time as far like like CW is. Yeah. If you're like me and Netflix drops a series, I mean, it takes you like a day. Maybe two. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know how you did it, but somehow you watched Stranger Things in eight hours. Is that right? Yeah, not all nine episodes. Yeah, it's pretty pretty quick. Watched it overnight. <laughs> don't like to brag or anything. It was Daylight Savings was involved. There was some... There was some... <laughs> uh, well. Okay, so here's, here's the question I would throw to you now. Um... So far, we've had two Thor movies and two movies where he guest starred or was a part of the ensemble cast of Avengers. So you have Thor, Thor of the Dark World, Avengers, and Avengers Age of Ultron. If you're looking at the Avengers movies and considering them as Thor movies, so you're just considering it as a Thor movie, not as a uh, uh, a group movie, um, what's your favorite of them? And do you do you have strong feelings for your favorite? <laughs> I I think it's gonna have to be Thor one is my favorite of all the Thor movies, uh, including the Avengers and stuff. Uh, just because I don't know, it feels like the most complete story to me. 
it sh- he shines the most in that one, I think. All the actors shine the most in that one, I think. Except for maybe Loki. He shines a little bit more in Avengers. Um, but Odin is awesome in that one. Uh, yeah, all, Like I said, all the characters. I, I just really like the story. I like the, the production design, all that stuff. Uh, just feels really cool. That might actually be my favorite. Maybe Captain America I like better of the pre-Avengers movies. Okay, and I, I really like both the Thor movies. I mean, the Avengers movies as a Thor vehicle, I mean, he does stuff in them, and he's, he's an important part. They do a good job of including him as part of the ensemble um, and giving him things that only he could do. I mean, that's it's his brother in, in the, the first Avengers movie, and so they're, they're dealing with that. But then there's also... He's a major part of uh, the creation of Vision and, um, and then also... A, I mean, accidental, I should say, a major part of that, but also a major part of them trusting Vision and, and, and you know, bringing him into the team and that. Um, and then he had his own Vision um, in the pool that maybe made sense. I don't know. <laughs> so we'll find out. It's basically a trailer <laughs> for Infinity War in the yeah. middle of the movie. Hey, don't forget, I get my own movies too. Yeah. Iron Man's not the only one. And yeah, I have a feeling this may end up being... Uh, my, my favorite of the Thor movies though because um, I mean I like Thor the first one because it introduced us to the world and, and did a pretty good job of it and I like the second one because it built on that and, and they went to other places And I wasn't a huge fan of the second one well that's that's, that's your prerogative of course but I feel like <laughs> I guess not I was gonna say I get it confused with Hellboy 2 but that's not true at all but they they both have evil elves that they're fighting <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> they 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 do it's true but um yeah I I liked it but I this one my question will be if you strip out all the jokes because when you're laughing at a movie that gives you a that's a connection to the movie and it, it causes you to um uh it causes you to sometimes be more forgiving if you're laughing. And I want, I'm wondering if you strip out all the jokes, is it still going to be uh, a good Thor story? So that'll be my, my, my test with this one is, is it a good Thor story? Yeah, probably the same for me. Um, I am actually, I'm hoping it's a good Hulk story. <laughs> um, I love the Hulk. I'm happy that he's in here. And uh, I I think it's a, because it's like, a, what do they, what they call it? It's like a buddy road trip movie is what they're, and so that's a totally new genre for the MCU. And I'm excited for, for that. I think it's going to be cool. Yeah. And we'll see how much of a road trippy kind of feel there is to it. There's definitely the buddy feel from the trailers, but I don't feel like we're watching a road trip movie so much as, in the trailers, I should say. So much as just these two characters, you know, they're going to do stuff together and they're going to, you know, they're going to be that odd couple. And yeah, we'll see. We'll see. And will the jokes enhance the relationship or will the jokes just get in the way like they kind of did with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2? Yeah. Um, I I mean, I think it's cool that they've got Hulk talking now. That's the first time we're going to really see that in MCU. Yeah. And I'm curious what the story is there. Like what? what causes him to talk? Is it something that's part of his development or it's just something that because of where he is, he's able to have that intelligence and in planet Hulk, he, he had the, the banner intelligence and that's part of why he was able to be such a, 
um, powerful gladiator is he had the power and the smarts. So it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. I'm, I'm excited to see it. So um, Chick-fil-A is coming up here. Uh, I don't think we'll turn the recorder back on after Chick-fil-A because we have kind of uh, taken the conversation about as far as we're going to take it, I think, right now. But after the movie, of course, we will have things to say. So, Evan, any final words before we shut this thing off and go get some chicken and waffle fries and Diet Dr. Pepper? Well, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm not going to get that, but I don't really have any more words. I'm just making sounds in the microphone. Okay, well, let's not do that. Let's instead turn it off, and <laughs> we can. We don't have to pull into the parking lot to turn it off. I can just hit the button right now, right here. Testing. There we go. It's working. All Excellent. Right. Here we go. Almost want to start. It'll be an extra long episode. Yeah. As we leave the tow truck. <laughs> yeah. No. Car has started. We're sitting here in the van and we are ready to talk about spoiler free stuff right now. Yes. And so here's how we're going to do the spoiler free discussion. We're going to talk about our rating of the episode or the. It's TV. It's not TV. This is movies. Uh, just, we could call it an episode. I'm, I'm stuck in, in Welcome to Level 7 land because I just did a video. Um, for Welcome to Level 7's Facebook page. But anyway, uh, we're going to do rating of the movie. One to five? Yeah. Okay. Of stars or whatever we want to... Yeah, one to five. Uh, sure, we'll go with... I'm trying to think of something spoiler-free that we can do. <laughs> um, and then we're going to talk about our ranking and how we fit this in with the Thor movies and also how we fit this in with the MCU movies in general. In general. Okay. Um, and then we're going to talk a little bit about vaguely about the kinds of things we liked and vaguely about the kinds of things we didn't like. And then we're going to leave the parking lot and, and talk with spoilers as we drive home. So right now, Evan, I can hold this. You don't have to hold this. I'm not driving. So Evan, let's, let's start with, um, with your rating. Uh, how many haircuts out of five do you give Thor Ragnarok? Solid two. Two stars, two 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 haircuts, two haircuts. Yes. two haircuts out of five. It's solid though. Solid. So it's not going to dip below that two. No, probably probably not. No. And no danger of it going above the two. I take it then. No danger at all. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I have a feeling that in our conversation, we're going to be talking about a lot of the same things that we liked and didn't like. But apparently, the stuff I liked, I liked more than the stuff that you liked and how much you liked the stuff you liked. Because I'm giving this a solid four. Four haircuts Man. out of five. And that is with some pretty serious problems that I had with it, too. I, I'm i looking at the rankings for this on like Rotten Tomatoes and things and people's reaction in the theaters, and I guess I watched a different movie. <laughs> it's possible that you did. It's possible. Or it's possible that the stuff that I'm going to complain about just gave, gave you a worse impression. Could be. It could be. I definitely have some complaints about this. Okay. So, uh, okay. So, so yeah, that's our, yeah. that's our ratings. Uh, so clearly I liked it. Evan, clearly not so much, but it wasn't a one. No, it wasn't a one. There's, so there's that. So. Okay. So then, um, let's talk about our ranking and how we rank this into the MCU movie stable. Um, I definitely put this above in humans. 
Evan, would you agree with the Inhumans IMAX experience that we had? Yeah. Okay, so we're above Inhumans. Uh, I would put this as far as uh, Thor movies. I don't know. I, I don't even know how I would. It's just such a different movie. And I like different things about it than I liked about the other Thor movies. But there's elements of this that just kind of pop it up above. I think this is probably my favorite Thor movie right now. Right now, this is probably my favorite Thor movie. I'm giving it a second thought. I may have liked Inhumans better than this. I think so. I think that might be true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you, in other words, you hated this movie. No, I liked Inhumans a lot. That's true. We, we liked Inhumans. It's, it's true. It just wasn't, it was, it didn't deserve what it got as far as IMAX release and that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, I enjoyed the characters in Inhumans. I enjoyed the plot structure and the tone better than this, I think. Um, so are we, we want to talk about the rankings for the. Yeah, yeah. Rankings for the MCU in general. Are we doing this in the, the, the three, the top, middle, or bottom well, thirds of the. I have to do it in something like that because I have never sat down and ranked out okay. in order like which in which MCU movies I liked more than other MCU movies. So um, I'm putting this squarely right in the middle, I think. Like if there's lots that I like more than this and there's probably some that I like less than this, but this is this is going squarely in the middle. Um, but as far as Thor movies go, I think this might be, I don't know, because I don't know. It's hard for me to rank these things, which is why I haven't done it. But you have. I have. I have. I've got, I've got my Letterbox list. If you don't know what Letterbox is, it's a cool movie ranking reviewing app. Get it. Join me, and we can talk about stuff. So uh, let's. You know what? Let's just go through your list. Okay. This is this is the time to do it. Let's Sweet. start from the top because I know this is not at the top. So if we start at the top, and you work your way down, then I can get. I can find out. So. Okay. All right. Let's do it. Here we go. Evan David's official MCU ranking at the number one slot. It's Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Number two, the Avengers. Number three, Captain America, Civil War. Number four, Captain America, the first Avenger. Number five, Spider-Man Homecoming. Number six, Avengers Age of Ultron. Number seven, Ant-Man. Number eight, Iron Man 1. Number nine, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Number 10, The Incredible Hulk. Number 11, Thor. Number 12, Doctor Strange. Number 13, Guardians of the Galaxy 1. Number 14, Thor Ragnarok. Number 15, Thor The Dark World. Number 16, Iron Man 3. And number 17, Iron Man 2. Why are you hating on Iron Man 3, man? I I didn't like the um the, the fiery people. I didn't like them as villains. That's it? Yeah, and they're like throughout the whole movie and eh, it's just wasn't my jam. All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I don't even know how this would work for me because there, I don't know. If I'm looking at like, kind of like, and don't like in the MCU movies, they, they all are up in that top like. I like them all. And I don't know. I, I don't think I could make a ranking like you just did. I just don't think I could do it. So, so Ragnarok was number 14, 15? 14. Yes. So there's three that you didn't like more. I'm on Letterboxd, and I found ranking Marvel Cinematic Universe movies by Ben Avery. I did it? <laughs> Here it is. I did do it. <laughs> okay, so apparently, let's see. Did I do all of them? Uh, you did most of them. I did 14 of them. Yep, you're missing three. I wonder what I'm missing. Probably Spider-Man Homecoming. There, and Guardians of the Galaxy 2. 
So it's, it's, it's been a while. Yeah. Okay. Captain America, uh, Winter Soldier. All right. High five. Civil War. Doctor Strange. Uh, is that Age of Ultron? Yeah. Age of Ultron. Captain America himself, number five. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, number six. Ant-Man, number seven. Avengers Original, number eight. Iron Man, three. Number nine. Thor, number 10. Iron Man, number 11. Thor Dark World, number 12. Iron Man 2 at number 13, and Incredible Hulk number 14. See, I would probably put this one eh, maybe between Avengers and Iron Man 3 at the, at the number number 9 spot is what that would make. So, I don't know. I can't do that. I just, I can't. I feel weird because <laughs> I like them. And so how do you, I don't know. It's easier if there's like just a couple. And, yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Okay. So, Vaguely and briefly, let's talk about some of the things we liked and didn't like. Right. So things that I liked, I liked the story, the story itself. I liked what was going on and I liked the resolution and I liked some of the themes and ideas that came out of that resolution and that came out of the plot itself. Getting there, there's things I didn't like, okay. but the... If I would sit down and just look at the outline of the story, like on note cards or something like that, I, I liked it. I think I would agree with you. I would agree with you. Okay. I liked some of the, the new characters. I really liked some of the new characters. Um, there were some things I didn't like that I'll get to when we talk about vague things that we didn't like. But <laughs> new characters, new settings, action sequences felt really good. And they were, I, I think they were artfully done. Um there's that Thor Hulk battle that gets teased in the trailer that I felt like that other than some interruptions of things I didn't like, <laughs> it was good. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and that music, man, that soundtrack, I loved it. It just felt like something out of an eighties fever dream. I liked, uh, I liked Thor's new theme song. Oh, the, um, what do they call that song? Uh yeah, <laughs> I can't remember what it's called, but um, and I don't want to spoil something, but there was a music theme that I heard, and I thought to myself, "Wait a minute, is that?" And then I waited through the credits, and it was, and it was. I it think was. we're thinking about the same one, but yeah. we might not be. It's possible. So we'll we'll get to it in spoilers, though. All right. And then, yeah, those are the main things I liked. I mean, yeah. I liked character designs. Okay. They were good. Actually, you're, you're right. There's some really cool Star Wars-y, Guardians of the Galaxy type stuff going on. Well, and there's also like some crazy Lord of the Rings stuff. And like with the the Thor bad guys, like the more Thor-y, Asgard-y bad guys. Yeah, yeah. And and I like the Hela design too. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and actually some of the characters, uh, there's another bad guy character that comes from the Thor comics and... That felt like it was a straight up like live action version of that character, and it was it was really well done. Nice, yeah. And that's what I was talking about. The Lord of the Rings. I mean, just looked kind of cool. Yeah. What else did you like? Um, let's see. Fighting. Some of it was good, and some of the jokes were funny, and. There were some nice references to other things from the MCU. It's true. Uh, there's one or two 
that you verbally reacted to that you were like, oh, you know, or something like See, that. I never remember what I do when I'm watching this movie. <laughs> well, we're about to st- start talking about the things we didn't like. Okay. And I think six times, it might have been five, but I'm pretty sure it was six. I'm sitting there and all of a sudden I hear this voice to my left whisper, that's so stupid. Oh, I was saying that word a lot. I said that word a lot. <laughs> yeah, so let's talk about some of the things we didn't like. And I'll just start. The The one thing, it just was humor. Oh, there was too many jokes that were just there to be jokes. And Thor was way out of character. Yeah, that's not Thor. Like, you go back and watch the first movie or even the Avengers. This is a completely different person. Is a completely different person. And... There is the element of time involved here. I mean, he's been spending lots of time going off and doing things, and there's time for off-camera change to happen, but this did not, not feel like... Thor. And and just... So, yeah, the jokes. Too many of them that were just there to be jokes, that were there because, hey, we are so clever, and we are going to... Now, some of the new characters, you bring them in and let them be that kind of person, I, I'm with it, yeah. you know? Jeff Goldblum. He was great. He was great. I mean, he's clearly just Jeff Goldblum in makeup. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But he's doing the funny thing, and it's okay because it's a new character, and they're introducing him doing the funny thing. But Thor? Uh, No. And, yeah, so that's that's my one thing. And then the other thing is, it's like we, we said, they're trying to be Guardians of the Galaxy. And I was talking to someone else that I saw in the theater who's a friend of mine, and he brought his kids and he's like, you know, up until this point, we felt like we were pretty safe bringing um, our kids to opening night without having a preview of it. And they had, they don't bring their kids to the guardians of the galaxy uh, on opening night without previewing it. But this one, it just was, it, they said, this is, this, this is really disappointing. There was some really crude stuff going on uh, or just even some, you know, we talked about in Spider-Man homecoming where we were upset about the porn mention. This one had an even worse one. Like a much worse one. Um, we can go into it in spoilers if you want to, but... Yeah, we can't. I mean, the, the difference being this, these were adults talking about Correct. stuff. Yeah, very true. Very true. But still, if you have kids in the audience, that was what we were most upset with with Spider-Man was, oh, mom, what does that mean? Yeah, and there are definitely things in this that, you know, if my kids went and saw this, they would not know what, what they were talking about. Right. You know, I... But the question is, would it just go right by them? Or would they be curious? Or would they, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, um, those are the, the the main thing is is just that that's that tone. For me, it was the tone that just caused me to say, "Ugh, this doesn't feel right." And then sometimes it does, but then it turns around and doesn't again. The movie seemed like um, a parody of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's what it seemed like. It seemed like the Saturday Night Live sketch of Thor. Um, I also, I also took a little bit of issue with some of the, uh, implementation of CGI and some of the designs for, and maybe the combination of the designs and the CGI, a lot of the stuff on Sakaar quotes, air quotes with Sakaar, uh, seemed really fake and not good looking. Okay. So those are some, those are some things we didn't like, but, um. Overall, when the movie was done, I was I felt like, oh, I've seen a, a movie that I like. And, and I saw a movie. 
<laughs> but at the beginning, I was really thinking, I'm not going to like this because it just starts with the jokes right away. And uh, yeah. In the, in the spoiler, saving it for the spoilers. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to hand the microphone over to Evan and I am going to put the car into drive. And while I do that, uh, we're going to play the spoiler organ, organ and we are going to move and talk about spoilers. So if we have made you, helped you make up your mind, if you want to see this quickly or see it, not see it quickly, just stay till the end of the credits. If you go see it, um, there are potential things that might get spoiled for you that uh, as far as just what the movie does and how it does what it does, not big MCU spoilers, just movie spoilers. I mean, just the kinds of things that are going to happen in this movie. There's some surprises um, as far as how they do things. So, yeah. That's all I have to say about that. And let's play the spoiler organ. Spoilers. 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 Okay, and we're back. The spoiler organ has been played, so everything is available for talking about. And Ben is driving out of the parking lot. So before we go on, let's let's hit on that downer note real quick. Uh, do you want to do you want to explain any more about the thing that we heard that I thought was really inappropriate? Yeah, go ahead. All right, yeah, they're talking. They talk about orgies in this in this movie, um, which that's like one of the worst things that's been referenced in the MCU. Possibly. I mean, as far as, yeah, it's, it's, uh, one of those things that, yeah, mommy, what's that mean? I, that might even be a joke I've heard in a movie where they said the word and then the kid's like, what's that mean? Yeah. But anyway, uh, but that's not the only one. I mean, they, there's a, there's a number of, of sexual references and, um, yeah, some of them. It's a bummer. Yeah. Go ahead. Anyway, um, okay, so stuff that we liked. Let's do the stuff that we liked. Okay, let's talk about that music thing I was going to talk about. Um, when Thor and Hulk are having a heart-to-heart about friendship and about are they friends or not, there's there were some notes that were being hit in the, the music behind it. And I'm just thinking to myself, that sounds like that sounds like the Lonely Man theme from The Incredible uh, Hulk. Was it? And so... I'm I'm positive I'm hearing this thing, and I'm thinking to myself, well, if they used it, if they used it, then they have to put it in the credits and, and give credit for it because they're using something that was written by someone else, you know, and sure enough, the Lonely Man theme, there it was. It was right there in the credits. They were using it as this kind of subtle background music bed behind... Uh, this heart to heart between Thor and Hulk, where they're talking about being friends, or or not. Nice. That is not the song I was thinking about. What were you thinking? Of? I was thinking about the um, uh, "Come with me and oh. you'll see <laughs> a world of pure imagination." <laughs> it fit. <laughs> it, it fit the tone of what they were doing. Oh. As f- <clears throat> Why is the why does the Grandmaster have that song on the other edge of the galaxy, and why is he playing it when Thor? Okay, here you want to know how? I, I it's quite possible that they uh, that that song was in the computer banks of the Quinjet. Could be plausible explanation. Quinjet, yep, 
And um, so the song came to him, and he thought, ah, it's even quite possible. I wouldn't put this past Tony that the movie, the actual movie, Willy Wonka, <laughs> was on the databanks of the Quinjet, and Grandmaster watched the movie and thought to himself, that is the best, and I'm going to use that as my introduction to my gladiators and that's that's how it works here's one other thing besides the humor uh which kind of was throwing me off was the radical departure from uh characterization for not only thor but for korg from the comic books and uh was there somewhere else maybe it was just korg Hulk. okay so i as far as korg goes i don't care uh, I liked him. I did too. The voice actor, I think, is this uh, New Zealand actor. He's the director of the movie. It's Taika Waititi. Oh, never mind then. Uh, it's not the guy I'm thinking of, but it sounds like this New Zealand uh, co- comedian that I. Well, he's uh, Taika Waititi is also an actor, in he, he it could it could be the guy you're thinking about. Well, we'll have to look it up then because I, I I'd be curious. But anyway, I liked Korg. And I thought he was funny, and I didn't care that he was different from the comics because that's that's what movies do. They take characters, they use what they want, and then they don't use what they don't want. And sometimes they just say, I'm going to use the shell of the thing that you're familiar with to do the thing I want. And, yeah. That's what happened. Okay, so the Hulk, though, um, I wanted a little bit more explanation about why he was so different. Why is he talking? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that. Now, he was acting like a six year old, eight year old um, with limited vocabulary, and, and I was okay with that. The, the childlike nature of the character, I, I was fine with that. And that would make sense if he's growing in real time when he's the Hulk, you know? Which he was the Hulk for two years, but I would like a little bit more explanation. I'd like the movie to give me a little bit more than just me saying, well, it could be this. And really, all you needed was Banner to say, oh, man, man, you know, Thor says, you were talking, you know, and, and just have Banner say, oh, well, you know, uh, maybe, or I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I agree. I agree. I, I did like Banner's characterization. Uh, I thought they kept him pretty standard for what he's been in the past. But even he had some jokes that were just jokes for joke's sake and not character-driven of the moment. You know, because we all make jokes. In real life, regular people make jokes. But we don't make jokes at the same time as each other. And that's where the problem was for me is that Thor, Banner, they're, they're making these jokes at times when I just didn't feel like the characters as we knew them would have done that, and it just felt out of character, out of place. Yep, I agree. Um, want to talk about Hela? Sure, sure. What'd you think of Hela? Well, I, I mean, I've only seen her in one other thing, and that was the Hulk versus Thor uh, animated film, and I've only seen that once years and years ago, so I don't remember anything about it. But, uh, yeah, standard villain stuff. With a little bit of family drama thrown in, yeah, barely. The stuff in the Inhumans was more compelling. Hmm. I feel well. You haven't seen the most recent episode. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, I yeah, she's definitely standard villain. She 
especially at the end, you feel like she's just she doesn't have a mustache, but she if she did, she'd be twirling it. And yeah, I she worked for what needed to be done though, and that was to shake things up, throw Thor onto another planet and then take things over. And she the credit I'll give them is she felt like a worthy adversary. When Thor was fighting her, I didn't feel like they had um, put her in a place where she was should have been clearly outmatched. Uh, instead, the early fight scenes with her when she's fighting the, the people of Asgard, it reminds me of the way Thor was fighting the, the creatures with Surtur at the beginning of the movie, you know, and and then to see that she was once at her father's right hand wielding the hammer, you know, and so they set her up as an adversary that was going to cause uh, Thor to have some trouble to win against her. Um, yeah, I was OK with it. All right. Um, here's another problem, major problem I had a couple. Um, I pity anybody who's seeing this movie and has never seen another Marvel movie because they'll have no idea what on earth is going on. Maybe. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I can't put myself in that position, but you definitely you you definitely would lose, uh, you know, the Doctor Strange reference. Like, who's this guy? You know, and uh, but I, th- I think once you. I don't know, I, I think if you know. Thor's father is Odin and and then Odin's gone and so now Thor is you know the the king or whatever and um, I don't know I think it could get by but then Hulk shows up and, yeah I mean, so I don't know man because they they decided to go in a totally new direction with this movie so we have all these loose threads from Thor the dark world so let's wrap those up in the first five minutes of the movie and we'll just we'll just call that done and then we'll go on to a new you know it's just so and we're tying into Doctor Strange at the beginning randomly for the first you know in the first five minutes and it's just random 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 jump 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 well, okay I, I will I will I'll say this it, that was not random 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 it was jump 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 it was not random though everything that they were doing went along with things that they had set up before yes and, and it went it made sense logically and Doctor Strange is setting himself up as the um, mystical protector of the earth and so when Thor and Loki show up he goes after them and and wants to find out why are you here and what are you doing and I you know this is my my realm I'm here to protect it and you bring your brother you know that's not random that right but it would seem random to somebody who's just walking in for the first time to see this movie maybe they'd have to know that they're stepping into a world that has lots of uh, lots of cre- lots of characters and you, you'd be definitely trying to, to keep, you're, you'd be having to work hard to keep up for sure but I, I, I don't think it would feel like oh there's all this random stuff being thrown at me I think you'd just be feeling like I don't know what this stuff is that's getting thrown at me it must mean something to someone I'm sure people around me like it but yeah yeah and then I don't know, I just felt like the movie, because of all the jumpy, 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 it just, it seemed to me the pacing was off a little bit. Maybe for act one, 
but once it gets into um, Sakaar and Act Three, I don't feel like it's. I I, I feel like it's well paced then, but ex- except for the jokes, except for we're gonna stop and make a joke, and just like Guardians of the Galaxy, we're gonna let this little moment happen, and then we're gonna punctuate it with a joke because you know what? We just can't let genuine sincerity go by without some sort of cynical humor. Yep. Um, I had a thought. I lost it. Uh, let's talk about some theme stuff here because <laughs> I said this to you when we sat down and we're talking a little bit before we started recording uh, because I, I, I told you there is a definite theme and it's almost like they're quoting uh, AVB uh, which means nothing to you, Evan. Is, nope. Yeah. Uh, AVB, acapella vocal band. Uh, they had a couple of different songs like uh, Growing Up With King James and stuff like that. It's all like churchy church stuff by church people for church people. And they have a song. It goes like this. You can't go to church like some people say. A common terminology you use every day. You can go to a building. That is something you can do. But you can't go to church because the church is you. Yeah, that's a big theme. Huge theme. The whole thing. I mean, they say it outright a bunch of times as if to say, hey, we want to make sure you catch it. Or we want to make sure that our characters catch it. But um, they say, you know, Asgard is not a place. It's a people. Great theme great idea and as soon as they started talking about that i'm just thinking to myself yeah i mean that's the church isn't a place you know the church is a body of people the church is a family and um (laughs) it just made me think of that and i mean there's also you know ideas of working together and team family um people can change loki changed I don't know what it means for Loki now at the end here, but um, they, they definitely. Okay, so, and then going along with that theme, I didn't like it because of that theme, but I loved the ending in the same way that I loved the Doctor Strange ending. Uh, maybe it didn't resound quite as much with me as Doctor Strange did with its ending and the sacrifices that were involved with what Doctor Strange did to win. But for this, the win. I loved it. It was basically, you know what? Hela wants Asgard. Let's let her have Asgard. But let's also not fight against this prophecy that Surtur is going to destroy Asgard. And that, you know, I loved it. I, I thought it was a really fun, interesting. They let the they let the prophecy of destruction happen so that, you know, Hela can have Asgard because her power comes from it. And... I don't know what that means for Thor because his power came from the same kind of thing as hers, but <laughs> yeah. Um, so we don't know what's going on with Loki. We also don't know what's going on with Bruce Banner. Yeah, yeah. Is he stuck being Hulk now? Is he in Infinity War? Is he going to be Hulk the entire time? I will be sad. When when I mentioned it to you, you said that'd be stupid. Like you, you use the word again. Kids aren't allowed to use that word. I don't know if I. Oh, I'm get sorry. You very much, but um, <laughs> anyway, I'm I'm just really curious because he says if I if I Hulk out again, I, that's it. I'm done. I'm the Hulk forever, and I don't think that's true. I think that might be an exaggeration of a feeling that he had, but 
Yeah. The, the whole banner thing, though, where he's every once in a while, he just have like green showing up on his skin and, you know, he get agitated or something. And um, the, the lady sitting next to me, whenever that would happen, she'd cringe like, oh, something's going to happen. Uh, she was really jumpy. This is not a jumpy movie, but she was really jumpy. Um, post credits. First post credit. Look, okay. The first post credit, they're setting up Infinity War because they're going on their way back to Earth, and here comes the giant ship. But they ruin it. They ruin it with more jokes. <sighs> I didn't like they it. Ruin, they ruin the setup? Like, the setup seems so obligatory and unnecessary and at odds with the rest of the movie. <sighs> I don't know what you mean, though. Like, because the, there's the ending where Asgard is destroyed and Korg has this solemn speech and then it gets ruined by complete destruction of Asgard and then he's, oh, well, never mind, you know, and that's the joke. And it's kind of, ah, okay, there's the moment. Um, but then they're, you know, trying, you know, they're flying back to Earth and there's a giant spaceship and that's, that's it. There's no joke after the spaceship shows up. No, but the joke was their expressions on their face was like, well, you know, we should go back to Earth. And then the, the giant space, I don't know, that just tonally, if they carry this tone forward into Infinity War or other movies, I don't think they will because the, the Russo brothers are in charge of that one and I've enjoyed all their movies, the two that I've seen from them. Okay, look, this is, this is Rotten Tomatoes' critical consensus here. Exciting, fun, and above all, or exciting, funny, and above all fun, Thor Ragnarok is a colorful cosmic adventure that sets a new standard for its franchise and the rest of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I sincerely hope that it's wrong. I do not want this to be the new standard for the MCU. Okay, but talking about the, the post-credit, I, I'm... I don't even... I mean, that's, that ship, I didn't recognize it. Am I supposed to recognize that ship? It looked like uh, a Thanos control ship. Okay. To me. Which I totally can't remember. So I, I did not... When I saw the ship, I was like, oh, that's a big ship. I was thinking maybe we'd see Rocket or something. Yeah, that would have been great. I would have enjoyed them see... But I don't know. It, the whole tone of that scene where you know we're setting up Thanos as the huge bad guy for the entire universe, but the tone of that scene has... Yeah, it's, flip, like there, it's flippant. I felt like there was no tone to that scene. Like, they're they're talking... And having their little conversation, Thor and Loki, and then they fly near a giant ship, and it's really big ship. Like I, I, I don't feel I, I'm completely ambivalent about it. I guess. Uh, and then you go to the Grandmaster post credit with, um, which it was funny, but yeah, that was funny. I like that. You know, I'm, I'm, I remember the days when it actually. You know, those post-credit scenes actually kind of push things forward. And that didn't happen really here. Nope. And, yeah. I mean, the, the first post-credit scene did, even though I didn't like it. It's setting you up for Infinity War. It's giving you a thread to tie in. <sighs> I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I, I think Infinity War is going to be good. The Russo brothers did a great job with uh, Winter Soldier, and they did a great job with Civil War. I'm very interested to see what they will do with all these cosmic characters because it's been very grounded the last two movies they've done. So hope it's nothing like Thor Ragnarok. 
<laughs> uh, only time will tell us for that. But um, yeah, I'm trying to think what else. I mean, we talked about the jokes. We talked about the music. The the ending for me, I really enjoyed, and I enjoy I enjoyed the way they beat Hella. That was cool. Okay. I like that. All right. Um, yeah. So that's Thor Ragnarok. Is there anything else you can think of? Odin's part was kind of weird. Did so? Did did Loki disintegrate into pixie dust when he died in the last one? He didn't die. Did oh yeah, you're right. But he pretended to die. And the other as his, his mom didn't. Right. So is Odin the only one who dis- disintegrates into pixie dust? And is he really dead because Thor's still talking to him? I guess he goes to Valhalla or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I mean, I think he's dead. I think he's gone. They're not going to bring in. Um... Can I offer up a prediction? Sure. Okay, spoiler, Thor loses an eye and he gets a new eye patch. So eventually, you know, Chris Hemsworth's contract is is going up. So I'm thinking they're setting him up to be the Odin fill-in for cameos for the rest of his life. Yeah, I, 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 they're, they're, they're definitely setting up him as the new leader. And he didn't want the throne, but he realizes, you know what? Being king is about the people. Character development, character arc, and yeah, I. <laughs> Matt Damon is in this movie. Why? Why is Matt Damon in the movie? Why not? He's playing. He's playing Loki. Like that's totally something. That is hilarious. That was so funny. I mean, it wasn't hilarious, but it was ironic. I guess it was funny enough. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if you're gonna cast yourself. You know, why not use someone like a Matt Damon or something like that? So, um, yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I'm curious to hear what other people think about this movie. And um, I know we'll be talking about this movie again on Welcome to Level 7. Um, So I'm wondering if I'm going to be feeling the same things, right? I mean, we ended this movie uh, with some incredible music cues and a big giant fight scene that I really liked and and appreciated. And... um, so I went out on a high, and I didn't start there. So the movie pulled me in. But, yeah, I don't have much else to say other than do we have a sponsor? Our sponsor is dogwings.us, and they are your go-to person place thing for graphic design, caricatures, cartoon art, you name it, as long as it's on paper and it's imagery. Doesn't have to be on paper. I mean, digital imagery too, right? Yes. Also that. Okay. All right. Just just checking. But that's dogwings.us. Yes. And yeah, check them out. Uh, beyond that, any final words, Evan? I had a very confused look on my face for most of the movie. <laughs> and I laughed. I laughed too. I laughed, but then there were other times where I'm like, ah, they want me to laugh right now. Yeah. I'm not going to laugh right now. Mm-hmm. I just, I just, not coming out of my belly. I feel like I feel like Ben. We're on the same page, but just with different rankings, of different levels of the same page. Yeah, no, this is, that's what I predicted. That's what I thought. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Well, all that said, I want to thank you once again for listening, and uh, yeah, like I said, let us know what you think and what you thought. And until next time, which I don't know what we're going to be talking about next time. We've got a couple guests lined up in the next couple of weeks. Justice and- League's coming up. Justice League, it's happening soon. Yep. And also, we want to talk about Orville. 
the Orville. Yeah. Yes, we do. That's something that we really want to get into um, because it's just really interesting to me right now. You know, I watch that show with a lot of looks of confusion on my face as well. But then at the same time, I'm thinking, hmm, there's something good here, except, well, we'll talk about it when we get to it. And I haven't watched Stranger Things yet, so. That's what I was going to say. Someday we will talk about Stranger Things. We will. After I've watched it. (laughs) So, thank you for listening. Godspeed. God of Thunder Speed. Yeah, yeah, Lord of Thunder. Well, yeah, I mean, the official title is God of Thunder. Yeah. Yeah. That Ragnarok, man. Ragnarok. Thanks for listening, and Godspeed. You've been listening to the Strangers and Aliens podcast, hosted by Ben Avery, Evan David, Steve McDonald, and Dr. Jason Neal. Our music was composed and mixed by Tim Leffel. We'd love for you to join the conversation by going to our website at strangersandaliens.com, where you'll find show notes, articles, reviews, and more. You can also email us directly at podcast at strangersandaliens.com. Or you can join our social media conversations by following us on Twitter, where we are at Strange and Alien, or liking us on Facebook at facebook.com slash strangersandaliens. Or leave us a voicemail by calling the Strangers and Aliens hotline. That number is 1-804-37-ALIEN. And once again, thanks for listening. can't go to church like some people say a common terminology you use every day you can go to a building that is something you can do but you can't go to church because the church is you